Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc slash soap. Good morning, good morning, good morning, mi familia. Ah, what a beautiful weekend that we had, and we are all tired. If you look at Pastor Jason there, his eyes are telling you the whole story. It's been a long weekend, but you know what? The victory belongs to the Lord. You know, he came through, you know, he was there, and we had a fantastic conference, but I did miss my brother, Doug. I used to not seeing him there with us, you know, and I used to uh, used to seeing him with his signs and jumping up and down the way he always does. But we know, you know, you're going through your thing, you're going through your stuff right now. But, you know, God is in control. Just wanted to reach out to you and tell you that we miss you. and We love you. And we're praying for you, my brother. All right. All right. All right. We're in Isaiah 7. Uh, let's start with a word of prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we just praise you, we worship you, we glorify you, we give you the glory and the honor. We just thank you, Father, for, for allowing us, my Lord God, to, to rest last night and be able to get up this morning, Father, and go before your presence, Father, as, and as we come together, we pray, O oh Lord, that you would just meet us where we're at. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for all that you're doing, and we thank you for this time, and we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. All right, stretch if you need to. And uh, Pastor Jason is going to be reading this morning. All right, good morning. Isaiah 7, verses 10 through 14. And I am reading from the New King James Version. Moreover, the Lord said, spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz says, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, Hear now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 You know, those just a couple of small verses, you know, and again, if you need to stretch, let's do that, you know, but, you know, this is just a couple of verses, you know, but then I, you know, when you read this, I had to go a little bit, a little bit backwards and, and, and read a couple of verses beforehand, before this portion, because here we see that, that, you know, this, this particular individual, Ahaz, you know, he was the 12th king of Judah. You know, and and he pretty much in, in 2 Kings 16, he talks a little bit about him, of who he was. And he says Ahaz was, was uh, 20 years old when he became king. And he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. He did not do what was right in the sight of the Lord, his God, as his father did. You know, so we, we learn here that, that Ahaz... You know, that he wasn't really following what God has told him to follow. He was doing 
his own thing. You know, so, you know, and so when we get into verse 10, that it says that the Lord spoke to Ahaz uh, through Isaiah again, he said, I am the Lord, your God. Ask me to give you a sign. It can be anything from the deepest of the grave or the highest of heaven. And his reply in verse 12 was, but Ahaz says, I won't ask, I won't test the Lord. You know, so here already he said that he doesn't want to ask. But before this, in um, in the beginning of chapter seven, and he says, he says in verse in, in verse three, he says, and the Lord said to Isaiah, go now and meet Ahaz. So he's telling Isaiah to go and meet this individual. You know, he meet this individual. And in verse four, he says, and say to him, take heed and be quiet. So he's telling him, take heed and be quiet to, uh, to Ahaz. Do not fear or be faint-hearted, for these two uh, stubs of smoking firebrands, for the fierce anger of these two kings. You know, so he's telling him, don't, you know, be quiet, take it easy, and listen. You know, sometimes God is trying to get our attention, you know, and, and he will allow things to occur to try to get our attention. And here he's telling this particular particular king, you know, to be quiet, listen, you know. And the Lord is telling him, even in, in verse 7, he says, you know, while they're coming against you, they don't worry about it. It will not stand. So he's telling, he's giving him like a way out in all this. But this particular king was still not listening. And that's when we come into verse 10. That it says, the Lord spoke to Ahaz through Isaiah again, again, you know, and, and he says, but Ahaz said, I would not listen. You know, we need to listen. <laughs> we need to listen to the voice of the Lord. We need to listen to his word as we're reading it, you know, because even here, even here, you know, the Lord is calling out to him. And he said, and the Lord is telling him, ask me. Ask me the question. Ask me, do you have a question for the Lord this morning? Do you have something that you want to approach the Lord with this morning? You know, but, and, and, and it just reminded me back in the day, back in the day when I had hair and I was just starting, starting in, in, in ministry and me and my wife were both young then and our little, and our boys were little, and Jason and Matthew, they were just little guys, little guys. And, and people were telling us, you know, hey, you know, I feel from the Lord that you know He's gonna that you got a calling in your life, and and all that, and and I and I went before the Lord and me and my wife together and and, and said, you know, I don't want to do anything that's outside the will of God. So we pray, you know, and we ask the Lord, you know, we ask the Lord, Lord, if this is Your will for us to do, uh, get into ministry and and move forward in ministry, You got to uh, answer our prayer, and we put a petition before Him. Just like Gideon put the fleece before the Lord, we put a fleece before the Lord ourselves and we say, Lord, you know, and we kept it to ourselves and we prayed and we said, Lord, if this is your will, let it be somebody that comes out from the outside to visit the church. Let it be an outside source come in and let them share, but let there be unity within the church, within the members and the leadership of the church and let us have your peace. 
And just the same way we asked the Lord and just the same way we came before the Lord. One time we were having a special service and we had a special guest that we need. I didn't know who that person was. And that person came in and that person was ministering. And that particular night he called us out, blew my mind, you know, and just the same way we prayed about it. And we asked the Lord, you know, he, he said, I fear from the Lord that God is calling you guys. You know, and then everybody stood up in agreement. The church stood up in agreement. The leadership stood up in agreement. And we became the co-pastors of the church. And that just, it just just reminded me that sometimes, you know, the Lord is, is there and he's waiting for us to ask him. Word of God says you have not because you ask for not. You know, sometimes we just got to ask the question, you know, and 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 God bless me and my wife in, in ministry. Back in the day like that, when I had hair, if you believe that or not, when you see me today. But, you know, the Lord has his word and the Lord wants to help us and the Lord wants to strengthen us and the Lord wants to guide us. And we need to make sure that we are open to him and open to his word. He says there in verse 13, he said, and Isaiah said to him, you members of the royal family. So he's speaking to the to the whole family uh, that was here. If there, isn't it enough that you're testing the patience of, of humans and, and you're now you're testing the patience of God. So he was he got upset. He got upset with Ahaz because Ahaz was, was being disrespectful. Ahaz was saying, I don't need to ask. I'm not going to ask. You know why? Because he had his, his own plans. He had his own agenda. And sometimes when we have our own agenda, we don't want to listen to anybody else. We don't want to listen to the even to the Lord. We don't want to listen even to the word because we have an agenda. And that's pretty much what he had. He had an agenda, you know. So he said, I would not even ask. I would not even ask, you know. And, 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 we, and we need to be fearful of that. That when, when, we, when we think that we have enough within ourselves and rely upon ourselves to do the right thing and leave God out, that's when trouble is going to come. But, you know, God's mercy was even seeing back then that even though this king was not following him, the Lord was still going to bless his people. The Lord was still going to make a way for the people. And that's why you and I today are here because of the, the Lord made a way for us. Back then, you know, back then he made a way. And he says there in verse uh, 14, and the Lord said, the, and the Lord himself, he says, says, will give you a sign. The Lord himself will give you a sign and the virgin is going to have a baby and you shall call his name, his, his name, Emmanuel. Wow. You know, when you read that, that the Lord, that the back in the Old Testament is speaking about Emmanuel, you know, Emmanuel, Emmanuel means God with us, you know, because in Matthews 1.23, it says, behold, the virgin shall, shall be with child and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So even back then, the Lord was already making a way for you and I for today. And he was making a way. He says, there will be a virgin and she shall have a child. And his name shall be Emmanuel, God with us. You know, and not only that, and, and, and this is found in Isaiah, and he's talking about Jesus. And then, you know, and, and then you go to, to chapter 9, verse 6 of Isaiah. And it goes even more deeper into, into who they're talking about. And it says in Isaiah 9, 6, he says, For unto us a child is born, 
unto us a son, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and you shall call his name Wonderful, Counsel of Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wow, you know, when you when you read in that and the Old Testament, because the Old Testament is, is a reflection of what's in the New Testament, and the Old Testament is already saying back then that this is going to happen, and this, and this is going to be you know, the, the will of the Lord. So God was making a way for you and I today that we can have victory, that we can have a victorious life, you know, and and, and we just look upon this weekend that we have had and uh, 88 people that were there that came through the conference, you know, and the, and the, and the men, they had so many men, almost as many men as women this particular time, you know, and I, I said, it blew my mind. Blew my mind how God is faithful to honor his word and God is faithful to honor us. You know, and as I stood there, and this is just, this is just me, because as I stood there and I saw the crowd of, of, of men and women and, and I just I just being humble before the Lord, I couldn't, I got emotional only because to my right, there was my son, James. And next to James, there was Pastor Jason, my other son. You know, and then right across the aisle, I saw my lovely uh, daughter, Sandra, and she was ministering to the women, you know. So I saw that, 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 I said to myself, look how blessed I am that my children are here with me doing ministry, even though I wasn't perfect, even though I have messed up, even though I have missed the mark, you know, but even through all that, God was still faithful, and he heard my prayers. When I prayed for my children, and I said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, you know, and God heard my prayers, and God heard us, and, 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 and I was there standing, and I was saying, I was blown away, and I said, look at that ministry going on with my kids, you know, so I, so I was truly, truly blessed in, in the, through the conference because I, I realized, wow, how good is God? How faithful is the Lord? And just the same way that God has blessed me, even though I am not perfect, even though I mess up all the time, but God is still perfect and God is still merciful. And by his grace, by his grace, you know, I can stand. But not only that, I was blessed by that, but I was blessed by seeing all my brothers and sisters that I haven't seen in a while, worshiping and praising God. And, and, I, and, I, and I was hugging, I saw Nicole there and Christy there. And I was just going around and I was hugging and kissing everybody. It was such a blessing because, you know, God desires to give you the desires of your heart. And my heart was to see my friends and my family out there. And guess what? You were all there. You were all there. And, and Doug, I owe you a hug and a kiss next time I see you. So, you know, you, you owe me that. But, you know, all, all this, all that is to say that we serve such a loving and merciful God that he made a way for you and I that today, this day, you know, and, you know, the, the, the 5th of December, you know, that we can come before his presence and he is there and he's meeting our needs. He's meeting your needs, just like he did, just like he did back then in the Old Testament. He made a way and he said his name shall be Emmanuel, God with us. Just the same way that that uh, it was testified back in the Old Testament. And now we see it in the New Testament in Matthew 123. You know, God is with us. 
And if he is with us, who can be against us? You know, and if he is with us, we're going to have the victory. We cannot give up in what God already has spoken into our hearts, into our spirit. Whatever it is that God has spoken into your heart, you know, and whatever he has given you, we got to remain faithful and hold on to that promise. Hold on to the promise that God has given us that, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And he reminded me this Saturday when I was there and Friday with my kids. I said like, wow, look at the faithfulness of God. Look at the faithfulness of God. And not only that, God is being faithful, not only to me, to every single one of you, because you know that you all have petitions before God. You all have had, you all have shed tears before the Lord, but God is faithful and he's going to honor that. And he's going to comfort your heart and he's going to renew your strength. He's going to renew your peace. He is there with you because his word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Because look, and again, in Isaiah 9, 6, he says, his name shall be called Wonderful. 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 Counselor. Mighty God. Who can come against the Lord? If God is for you, who can come against you? Who can come against you? He says, Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Ah, you know, if we need a, if we need a, an embrace from our Father, we can go to our Heavenly Father today and say, Lord, I am here. I need an embrace. And, you know, and if you by yourself do what I have done when I have been alone, I hug my own self. Come on now. You know, you just rub your hands like that. And you know what I'm saying? And I said, this is the Lord. The Lord is hugging me. The Lord is with me. The Lord will not forsake me. The Lord will not abandon me. He will comfort me. He will bless me. He will heal me. He will strengthen me. Because even in the, in the midst of a bad situation or, or in, in the midst of sickness, God is faithful. Just before this particular conference, I, I, I got COVID. And I've, and I've been, and, and ever since Pastor Jason and my daughter came back from Israel, I got sick. And, you know, and I've been pretty much in, at, at home and now my wife is still sick, you know, and, 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 and I look at that and I say the enemy, all he wants to do is to distract you from what you need to do. And if I would have allowed him to distract me for this particular weekend and I would not have shown up, I would have missed the blessing of seeing my kids and seeing all of you guys. You know, and, and for God, you know, he, he, he gave me the strength, uh, you know, and I tested negative and I was able to come and I was able to be with you guys, you know, and the glory belongs to the Lord. But yet again, back home, we're still dealing with it. But guess what? My, my vision is in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not in the storm. I visualize the Lord because he is my peace. He is my strength. And he will help us in the middle of the storm, in the middle of sickness, in the middle of difficulties. He's the one that gives us the peace that surpasses understanding because he is the prince of peace. We just read that. He is the prince of peace. And he will give you that peace even in this holiday season that sometimes, you know, it could be very difficult for a lot of us. But when we trust God, he has a way of turning things around. He has a way of making a way where there is no way. And he has a way of comforting our hearts. So allow the Lord to comfort our hearts and allow the Lord to be the peace 
that you need to be that 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 to give you that joy that you desire. You know, in in John three sixteen, come on now. You know, a son is given. You know, because you know he says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life." And that is our our you know verse. You know that that tells us, you know, who the Lord is, and what He has done. And all we have to do is to believe. All we have to do is to believe and to trust in him. And we shall have everlasting life. We shall have that promise. He talks about the, that his name is wonderful. In Judges 13, 18, he says, And the Lord and the and the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing that it is wonderful? So the name wonderful, even though it, it, it's being shared again. You know, throughout through the Old Testament into the New Testament, that his name is wonderful, mighty God. You know, Titus 2:13 talks about the great God looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Again, referring to him as the great God, because he is a great God. Ephesians 2:14, he says, For he himself is our peace, because he is the prince of peace. You know, he gives us peace in the middle of the storm. Come on now, in the middle of the storm. Like I was going through this particular COVID deal, you know, and, and, and I will say, Lord, I got to get better. Saturday's coming. I got to get better, you know, and I was just, pull, and I was saying, Lord, you got to help me because I don't want to miss out. I need to be there. I want to be there. And guess what? And the Lord, I, I went through the season. I went through that time and I'm still recuperating a little, you know, I'm still feeling some aches and pains here and there, but you know, God is faithful and God is merciful and God is the God that's always on time. And he helped me be there with you guys and to share with you guys and to cry with you guys and to love you guys and that's what God does he makes a way where there is no way so but this particular day as we go through it and, and, and as and as we're remembering who this God is that this particular king Ahaz totally disregarded totally disregarded he says I would not go to him I would not ask him anything you know, you know, in other words, God has nothing that he's going to tell me because why? Because he made up his own mind. But God is telling us, come to me, ask me, ask me, come to me and ask me, you know, because he already knows your heart, but he wants you to verbalize it. He wants you to speak it out. You know, it's one thing for me to know the word. And I say, yeah, I know the Lord. I know the Lord. But it's one thing for me to say, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I need you to acknowledge his presence, to acknowledge that we serve a mighty God, a loving God, a wonderful God, a mighty counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace, Emmanuel, God with us. When we acknowledge him, you know, he, he, he has a way of giving you that peace that even though you're still in the difficulty, you can have peace. You can still be in the storm, but you can have that peace. You can still be hurting, but you can have that peace. You know, there can still be some confusion, but in God, there's no confusion because he gives you that peace. That peace, that surpasses all understanding. So this particular season that we're in, 
you know, that we just came into December. Let us not forget who this God is that we serve. This God that has his hand extended to you and to me this morning. And he says, come unto me. All those who are tired and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me. Let me embrace you. Allow the Lord to embrace you. Like I said earlier, if you're by yourself, hug yourself. Hug yourself and say, this is the hands of the Lord. And he's hugging you. And he's embracing you. And he will come for you. And he will deliver you. You know, there were so many things happening this weekend. And, and, and to have 25 people getting baptized. Come on now. 25 people in the conference got baptized. You know, that's, that's, that's a milestone, you know, but that's what the Lord does. And all he's asking us to draw near to him, get closer to the Lord, acknowledge who he is, you know, even though in the hurting time, you know, even though like a, right across the hall from where I'm speaking, my wife is, is sleeping and she's not feeling well, but I'm declaring healing. I'm speaking hope. I'm speaking deliverance. I'm speaking comfort, you know, and this too shall pass. This is only for a season. You know, that's one of the things that when, when trials come, they don't last forever. You know, things will get better. Things will get better. But you have to allow the Lord to do him, do his thing. And you have to make sure that you can rest upon him. So again, as we get closer and closer to Christmas, Let's not forget the reason for Christmas. Let's not forget who we celebrate. It's not Santa Claus. It's not gift getting. But it's our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true gift of Christmas. It is the Lord who came, God with us, you know, and made a way for you and I that today, that today we can have victory, that today we are saved, and that today we can come to him and receive him and acknowledge him, you know, and that's what God is calling us to do. Draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Come unto me and I will comfort you. I will hold you. I will embrace you. I will give you my peace. I will give you my joy. I will give you my strength. And that is what God is saying this morning. You're not alone. And I keep saying that all the time. Even though physically, yes, you might be alone. But guess what? You have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you have an angel that is assigned over you that will take you by the right hand and will keep you from falling. And yourself, you make five. You make five. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, an angel in yourself. You're never alone. You're never alone. So God is there with you and God will help you and God will sustain you and God will give you the desires of your heart. So again, in closing, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. He is with you. He is with me. And he is the true reason for the season that we need to celebrate him and give him the glory and give him the honor. And give, him, and give him the worship that he deserves. So as we come to a close, and as we get ready to start celebrating all the services that are coming and all the stuff that's going to be going on in the church, let us make sure that we don't lose focus and get 
too crazy over things when we're supposed to be focusing on him. Focus on the Prince of Peace, your comforter, your strength, and your joy, who is the Lord. So again, let me stop because I'm, I'll, keep, I'll keep, continue to talk, but you know, I love you guys. It was my honor to serve with you guys over the weekend. It was my honor to see all you guys. Let's keep for our focus on the Lord. Focus, focus, focus. Let's give him the praise, the glory, and the honor. Because you know what? When we go into a hard time, the, the, the hardest thing sometimes is to pray. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to draw near to God. But, you know, when we lift up our hands and we say, Lord, here I am, you surrender into him. And you're saying, you carry it. Allow the Lord to carry it for you. You don't need to carry it on your own. Allow him to carry it for you and release it to him, you know, and give him the praise and give you the give him the glory and give him the honor. Again, so good to see you guys. So good to see you, all your beautiful faces, you know, but keep your focus. Keep your focus. The best is yet to come. God is on the move. Let's give him the praise. Let's give him the glory. And let's give him the honor in this holiday season. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Father God, that you are still sitting on the throne, Father. You would not forsake us or abandon us, Father. So no matter what we're going through, you are in control, Father. And with that said, Father, we're just going to rest upon you. We're going to rest upon you and upon your promises. Thank you, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you, thank you, Father, for all of those who are listening and watching. Bless them. Meet their needs, Father God. Open up doors that need to be open and close doors that need to be closed. And I pray for healing, Father, in their homes and in their families. Father, those that are, that, that are, are dealing with loss, Father God, that you would just comfort their heart, my Lord. Comfort their hearts and embrace them, Father, knowing that absent from the body is to be present with you, Lord God. So I thank you, my Lord God, because you are so good. You are so good, and I thank you for that you are with us, and I thank you what you're going to continue to do in every one of our lives, Father, and this we ask, and this we decree in Jesus' name, amen, and amen, and amen. All right, guys, keep your focus, keep your focus, keep motivated, you know, and like I said, and if you by yourself, just lay your own hands upon yourself. God is there, and God is faithful. Love you. God bless.